Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. 
It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. We may have been away, but we are not forgotten. The Almost Famous Podcast is heating up once again. We're just a few, a few weeks away from the start of The Bachelorette. Ashley and I took a a few weeks kind of off back and forth, but we're back at it today. And we have a really special episode, an episode that uh, I think I will be learning a lot from. It's going to be about Coachella. Coachella was this last weekend. And more and more recently, and Mark and Easton, I know you're in studio. Coachella has been a thing for a while. And more and more recently, it feels like it's becoming a joke amongst everybody about who is there and why they're there. Do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's becoming a joke. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I mean, I, I was at an event last night. I was at Caitlin Bristow's live podcast last night. And on three different occasions, somebody on stage made some joke about how life is better not going to Coachella. Or if you went to Coachella, do you actually ever go to a concert? Or do you, is it just a place to take pictures? And then I saw a, a video this morning when I woke up on, on Instagram of a bunch of people like guys taking pictures of their girlfriends at Coachella and they're making fun of that. So it just feels like it's becoming a joke or I want to talk to two really special guests, Tracy and Bree who are at Coachella uh, this last week and find out from them what the vibe is right now at this festival. Have you like, ever, what been? does it feel like? I've never been. Is it not your scene or could you see going at someday? I don't know if it's either like, I, I feel like I never was invited because I've never been. I think it's like I, from the outside looking in, it feels like a very fashionable, mm-hmm. hip, cool event mm-hmm. that, you know, it, people get seen at and they kind of party at. And for whatever reason, I've never been invited to like the parties. Maybe I'm not that much fun, but I've never <laughs> been invited. to this. I'm always on the outside. Like this is, this goes of, back to pre-bachelor. This is like even high school and college, Ben. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I feel like College Ben just kind of forced him, himself into any party that was available. But now, like those events that you get invited to, I mean, Bachelor people are going because they've been asked to by a brand or the festival themselves. I've never been been invited to this. So I am not one to speak on it because I don't know about Coachella. But you know who does? Tracy Shapoff from this last season of The Bachelor. She was at Coachella, and we have her on the Almost Famous podcast today to talk about it. Tracy Welcome. Hi, how are you? I am. I'm really good. And and I, Tracy, I need your help today. All right. I'm here, here to help. Here's the thing. So you're a 31 year old wardrobe stylist from Los Angeles. You, you, you know, the hip scene, like you're in the hip scene. I, I am not. <laughs> I'm actually 32 now, but yes, I am. <laughs> Well, you're, you're, you're still as hip as ever because you were at Coachella this last week. I've never been. I have a theory though. And, and I want you then to explain it. So I was just talking to the guys and I, and I went to a podcast last night. It was a live podcast 
And there was three different jokes about Coachella made. One was about how, you know, everybody's taking pictures of them, of each other. One was that people yeah. don't even go to the show. They just go to Palm Springs to take a picture in fancy clothes. And the other one is that it's just not a cool place to be. However, I feel like from the outside looking in, it is a cool place to be. Can you give us a rundown on what exactly Coachella is? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a difference between weekend one and weekend two. Uh, weekend one mostly has a lot of like the really cool parties that everyone definitely wants to go to. They're fun. There's lots of people at them that you want to see. There's celebrities and whatnot. And it's like, I mean, it's a cool party. But also, I mean, what's the point of going down if you're not going to go to the festival? The whole point is music. So I think it's kind of just like getting a balance of laying out at a pool, going to a party, going to the festival. And like, I don't know, having fun with your friends. But it's kind of just basically getting the balance, which is extremely difficult. Clearly, you can hear my voice is going from it. <laughs> How many years have you been? Uh, this is my third time going. Have you felt a difference year over year over year? Yes. Very oh, And so. how so? I'm going was like back in, God, I don't even remember, 2012 or something. And... That was, like, not a time when, like, the whole influencer thing was, like, as big. And, like, I think parties were kind of just starting up. So that was definitely more, like, the music scene, going to the festival. And, like, you take the pictures at the festival. And then the second time I went, definitely the parties were way bigger. But, again, like, I think this time specifically was, like, the heaviest with, like, parties. And I went weekend two the last two times. But then weekend one, going this past weekend was like, it was really in the thick of it. Is it feeling like it's more fun? I mean, okay. So if I'm just, you know, Tracy, I'm, I'm years removed from the bachelor at this point. And if I went, would I feel awkward if I wasn't an influencer? No, I don't think so. I think that the whole point of going is to just have fun and enjoy yourself. Like there's a million people there. Not every single person there is an influencer. Like there are people that are there just to enjoy the music. Tracy, I've never wanted to be there. I'm going to be honest. I never wanted to be there because I hate parties and I don't like crowds. And like my introvert extrovert like really shines there where like I could be really extroverted. But in in those overwhelming environments, I like like to go into a shell. I just can't do it. But in sync performing with Ariana the other day made me feel like I could have I could have managed one day there. How oh was God, that know. performance? Um, it was really exciting. So I, we got like the leaked information that I think might be there right before we went to go watch the show. So I was already like this kind of spoiled by it. Like I didn't want to know that that was going to happen, but it was so good. I just wish Justin was there also. Like it felt like there was a piece missing, but Ariana like filled in the whole production. <laughs> That's an amazing uh, theory for that. Um <laughs> Did you see Justin's? Did you see Justin's post yesterday where he said, "Like proud of you guys"? Yes, I was like, they must have sent him a selfie, and then he was like, set up like this nice post. But I was like, honestly, we just really wanted you there. I know it's so sad because I, I really don't think they're ever going to reunite. But they just have to keep teasing us like every couple years with these reunions. And uh, Justin apparently is in their group message. Like they have a group message 
that they talk in very regularly. I'm like, if you're talking so often, can you just do one little thing, a mini tour, one single? You don't even have to tour it. <laughs> Literally just tease us a little bit. But also at the same time, I mean, like them coming out this year, I'm like, did a lot of the younger people going to Coachella like appreciate it as much as I did? Because like not. I grew up like a big NSYNC fan and like went to their concerts. So did everyone else, like, who is a younger, like, generation? Did they appreciate it? I, like, I kind of want to know. They definitely didn't appreciate it like we would. That's for (laughs) sure. You guys want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Here's something wild. So I was at an an event um, for my, or I was at my cousin's wedding this last week. And I was talking to Mm -hmm. one of the dads there. And he's a little bit older than I am. Uh, And he has a daughter who is, like, 15. And... we were talking about like her celebrity crush and somebody around the table was like, Oh, mine's Justin Timberlake. You know what her response was? Oh no. She didn't say who's that. No, she goes, Oh, he's so old. I was going to say, she said he's an old man or something. (laughs) Isn't that sad? I mean, I I don't know where time goes team, but this is flipping by way faster than we needed to. Like what? She wasn't even born when they broke up. Oh, that's so, so mortifying. <laughs> Isn't like, it? Like, make me feel also like a piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, it's it hurts. Well, I mean, that kind of ties us in, Tracy, to something else we've got to talk about. You've, sure. uh, you, one of the topics during your time on The Bachelor was that Demi had, had called you old and a cougar yeah. at one point. <laughs> Do you feel, I mean, I just turned 30. Ashley uh, is in her 30s as well. Do you feel old uh, at this point, or are you feeling like you're just really hitting your your stride? No, I, like, never feel old. I have a very, I think I have a young soul, (laughs) and I don't ever know when to quit, honestly. I literally just went straight from Coachella, came back, went to Disneyland last night, and now I'm, like, I don't know, I probably got, like, two hours of sleep, and now I'm on set right now at work, like... I'm losing my voice. I just literally don't ever know when to quit. I don't feel old at all. I feel like I'm probably way younger in like mentally, not like mentally, but in my body than a lot of younger people than me. I see younger people like really like tired out. They went to go tell they could barely move now. And I'm like, I haven't even stopped. Oh, well, I mean, parties I can't handle the way I used to, but, um, I did look at a picture of myself the other day. We, Jared and I were at Pretty Woman on Broadway, which was pretty awesome. And Fun. I was wearing a crop top because I like wanted to dress like Vivian, like a little bit, like a nod, <laughs> not like a full on hooker, but like a nod. <laughs> and I was like, I'm 31. At what age can I stop regularly wearing a crop top to events? Oh, I don't. I will never stop wearing a crop top. I don't if think I'm so gonna, either. Like, work out, if I'm going to work out as hard as I do, I'm going to wear those crop tops. And I'm going to rock Hell yeah. Like, I don't um, really care how old I am. I think like 40. I don't know. Not sure. Maybe I have a question. Have what makes you feel old? Because we all feel old at a certain point. I'm older than all of you. But for me, it's when I see um, ear gauges. You know those giant holes in people's earlobes? <laughs> yeah. I make me feel like an old man. That and people watching other people play video games. I'm like, really? That's a thing now? It makes me feel very old. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, that's super weird. God, what makes me feel old? I don't know, being around young people. 
Literally. I think, I think it goes off of what we were just talking about with NSYNC. I think it's listening to music on like the the 2000s channel. I love some early 2000s hip hop. Yeah, and I'm thinking there are 18-year-olds that weren't alive, like college students that weren't alive when this song came out, and it feels like the song came out yesterday. Um, here, I'll give you an example. I think I was at dinner with Bree recently, and we were talking about something. I can't remember what it was. And we started kind of doing the age thing and figuring out when I was at this point in life, where were you? And it was an insane age gap, like when we were younger. Like now it doesn't seem like it because we go to dinner and stuff, we hang out all the time. But uh-huh. comparing it like, oh, I was in high school. I was, I think it was like, oh, I graduated high school this year. She's like, no, there's no way that you did that. She's like, I was in like elementary school. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yep, that's actually true. And that's so ridiculous. And now you're making me feel super old. <laughs> I, you know what makes me feel old? Is when I show up, uh, to my buddy's house to hang out and we end up watching his mm-hmm. kid jump on the trampoline. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That but, hurts. But truly, no matter how many times I'm like, wow, that came out then and that person is that old, I would never go back in time. Maybe I'd like go back in time to an experience, a concert or a certain moment in my life, but I would never yeah. want to go back to another age. I wouldn't go back to another age. No, I feel like I've exhausted every age that I've been in and I like need to keep moving forward. <laughs> this is understand you. Yeah. So we'll expect good. to see you back at Coachella next year. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I didn't even expect to go this year. It was so last minute. Hey, if well, NSYNC reunites at next Coachella, I will be there. I'll do the damn I thing. Think they- I'm going to make you go with me next year just so we can be old and wear our crop tops together and like rock it and push it in everyone's face. Oh my God. That's so funny. Well, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your bachelor Coachella experience, Tracy. We so appreciate it. How does a great night's sleep improve your day for proven quality sleep? There's a sleep number 360 smart bed because better sleep will change your life. How you been sleeping, Ben? Really good, man. I've, I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast. I've slept in a sleep number for years now. And, you know, after we've talked about it and not to bring it up again, but after the break in, it's been a, a little rough for me to be in my house. But there's something about that sleep number bed that really does increase my quality of sleep. So here's the thing. So many couples disagree on mattress firmness. Sleep number 360 smart beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side. So it's just right. For the both of you, the Sleep Number 360 smart beds are so smart, they sense your every move and automatically adjust to you, keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. When you need or add a flex-fit smart adjustable base, you can raise the head or foot of your bed for ultimate relaxation. Partner snoring, maybe? There's even an adjustment for that. Are you a snorer, Come in man? Now. Come on. No, you know, I read a, I read a study today. Yeah, oh. Is that it was released in the New York Times, and it was one of the top topics on, on the thread that Americans just aren't getting enough sleep. We think that like six hours of sleep is fine. No, it's actually vitally important to our health that we're getting eight to ten hours of sleep. And then one of the things that it spoke about was if you are a snorer, I'm not. It's actually no matter what the situation, it's in, it's a, a bad sign for your overall health. You should if you're a snorer 
you need to go get it checked out I for whatever that. reason. I got it checked out what did last they say? fall. I got a, well, they tried a couple of things, but I ended up getting a septo, 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 septoplasty. I got a septoplasty. Mm-hmm. They did my I wonder, deviated septum. I wonder if sitting up a little bit in bed would be good for you. I think it probably would actually help. Yes. Well, Mark, Surprisingly enough, the 360 smart bed by Sleep Number could do that for you. Come in now and save up to $1,000 on select Sleep Number 360 smart beds when you add a smart adjustable base, only for a limited time. Sleep Number is ranked number one. That's not two, three, four, or five. That's number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power. I need proof on that. Where can I go? Uh, You can go to jdpower.com to see the 2018 award information. You... If you're interested at all, and I, I cannot believe that you wouldn't be, you'll only find Sleep Number at one of their 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com backslash Ben. Find the one nearest to you. What's that website again, Ben? Sleepnumber.com. Then you go backslash Ben, B-E-N, to find the one nearest to you. Congrats on the promo code. I, I, you know what? Every time I say it, I, I mean, I love Ashley. But there is a little bit of like a power surge inside me that goes, I got the code. It's not famous. It's Ben. It, it's Ben. <laughs> I, uh, I've got a girlfriend now. And uh, with having a girlfriend, you know, you're, you're closer to another human than you typically were when you were single. At least for me. When I was single, I wasn't getting very close to many humans. And with a girlfriend, one of the best things about a relationship is being able to be, you know, physical, give him a kiss or, you know, a hug or, or speak to him closely. Having good breath, having a clean mouth is vitally important. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums. People brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are just too abrasive. A built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide a full and even clean because up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. Hey, once something super interesting about uh, Jess and I, well, I was just out visiting her uh, for my birthday in March and uh, we were brushing our teeth and I said, Jess, do you not brush your tongue? And she has a quip. She really has a quip. She always has. It was a gift from her mother. I said, Jess, do you not brush your tongue? And she goes, no, I never even thought about it. Oh. I said, Jess, you got to start brushing your tongue because once you start brushing your tongue, you'll never go back. It's such a so, fresh feeling after you brush your tongue. And I would suggest the roof of your mouth as well. I, the, whole, the whole mouth is just a, a beautiful place to clean. And, and I would tell anybody out there listening, just brush it and, and just give it a try. And if you don't like it, Hey, I, I, I will eat crud and I will tell you I was wrong. You got to be you careful. Brush your if you mouth, go too far back, you can gag. You got to be a little careful with it. Start slowly. Yes. Don't go too far. Don't go too hard. Don't make yourself bleed. But, <laughs> but just try it out for a little bit. You're going to like it and the people around you are going to like it as well. And, and here's the thing. 
Quip doesn't require a clunky charger, and it runs for three months on one charge. So I can keep in my bathroom countertops super clean without a lot of stuff sitting around. That's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com backslash almost famous right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash almost famous. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash almost famous. Brush the whole mouth. Give it a shot. Let us know what you think. Ashley, it ha- I was just, you know, it's been a while since we were able to get together and talk. You've got a ton going on in your life. You've been doing a little book tour. You're planning for this wedding. Is there anything like super exciting that is new in your life or is just, are you just full on wedding planning? Um, I wouldn't say there's anything super new to talk about. I am. We are releasing something next, I think like the 25th. That's going to be very exciting, but I think I'm going to address it more next week. But here's your tease that you have a tease to look forward to next week. Um, but yeah, wedding planning has been fun. It's been really fun. There's very little stress involved. I think the only thing that's really stressful about the wedding is just like putting money into one day. You know, you're like, I am scared that I'm going to like experience this day. And before you know it, we're going to be lying in bed that night and be like, it's over. It's over. And, and the money went into it and now it's gone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know. What can I do to make sure that the, the, I do my part because you're obviously paying for my meal. Um, (laughs) How can I make sure to do something to make it up for you paying for my meal? Um, just, you know what? Lead Dean and Nick with the whole um, booking a hotel or an Airbnb thing. Already on it. Texted them yesterday and okay, they were great. shocked. Shocked that I had my flight booked. Like beyond amaze. And I'm like, Dean, it's not that Dean impressive. has this. Yeah, Nick doesn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Come it's, on, it's, Nick. It's, it, it's, you got to be better. So I will, <laughs> I, I, I will lead that little team and make sure that they're, uh, they're prepped and ready to go. It's going to be fun. I was actually... So... Ash, I just did, uh, I was the officiant in my cousin's wedding. Um, I saw. It, it so was awesome. cool. It was super that great. Such a cool wedding. That wasn't the first time your parents met Jessica though, right? No, no. They've no, been no, around no. her now a couple times. But okay. this was, this was uh, obviously like a really big time because she met my whole family uh, on my mom's side and it went great. I mean, Jessica was just, she crushed it and just crushed it by being herself. And so it was, it was just a ton of fun. But one thing I learned from this wedding and my cousin's wedding was great. It's an, it was an Indiana wedding. So it wasn't like super massive or whatever it was. If you do a, a very like intimate ceremony, but a massive party, people will leave your wedding excited, joyful, and happy. And I've been to weddings that don't feel like that. And so if you're, as you're wedding planning and for anybody out there listening, what's like one thing of one advice that you would have for them? prepping for that big day oh my god Ben! i can't believe you just (laughs) because jared and i keep telling everyone and especially all the vendors involved we don't want a party (laughs) we go we don't don't want want a party party. no we don't want a party we want a romantic experience that's our tagline yeah because we're not party people we want to like make you feel like you walked into beauty and the beast Okay. So should I rephrase <laughs> my first? No, no, no. Let's walk through this together. No, this is a should great I fun re- conversation. 
Yeah. Should I rephrase? Do you think I'm wrong? Should I rephrase my first statement to say maybe it isn't the party, but the 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 like reception is at best best done is a celebration. I think of some kind. I think I I like to think of it as entertaining. It can still be entertaining and not necessarily a party. Of course, there's going to be dancing, but Jared and I, the epic moments that we're really looking forward to are before the dancing portion. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that, don't you, I mean, I'm just thinking about that now. And anybody out there listening, please give us your thoughts on how you plan a successful wedding. I think people resort to uh, alcohol and music because it's, it's easy and then people enjoy that. But it sounds like you all are going the extra mile and trying to plan an experience, which seems like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. We actually have a number of different musical guests, performers, one of which is a celebrity performer. Um, so we have like one person performing at the wedding, at the ceremony itself. We have one band performing at the cocktail party. Then we have our guest performer and then we have a DJ. So we are like separated it out. So you have different vibes all night. This is shocking. I mean, (laughs) and we what we want is what's so important to us is that when it comes to the dance music, it's all curated by us. We don't want a DJ playing like regular standard top 40 hits that don't mean anything to us. Everything is going to be hand selected by Jared and I and like have meaning to us. This, I mean, this feels like this is this will be unlike any wedding I've been to. I mean, Tanner and Jade's wedding seems like very similar. I had Seal come out and play, and there was great music and great food. But that was planned by, you know, obviously ABC. What do you hope then? And what do you? Okay, let's let's do this more in a holistic way. What do you think people should walk away from weddings feeling for the couple? I think like deep love and romance. So you think of a celebration being like a party where you're like drinking and jumping and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And I like to put our love on display, but it's also because Jared and I love to like be extra and be dramatic Mm -hmm. and like pretend like we're in a romance movie. So that's the theme of our wedding. I guess I can tell you that our theme of our wedding is, is a romance movie. Oh, I forgot. There's also another musical guest, not, not celebrity, but another type of performance during dinner that is going to be different there's going to be the the celebrity performer the other performer during dinner and then the party performer yeah it's like a whole bunch of different chapters oh my gosh hey this is a bachelor (laughs) wedding unlike any other i'm ash i'm excited to be there i'm excited to keep talking more about it i'm learning more about weddings week by week here uh and and as an officiant now uh i am going to be uh very critical but very excited to experience this whole new wedding that isn't a party it's a romantic celebration (laughs) doesn't mean that we won't have a couple drinks and really jam out but just know that you may not be jamming out to the typical songs that you usually do at weddings hey ash this is your wedding this is not mine i'm just pumped to be there Thanks. Thanks for coming, Ben. Thanks for being on top of the, the crew, the Bachelor Boy crew as well, because it's really important that, you know, Dean is there because, you know, Dean, we always joke is like, who's the wedding guest that's like very important to be at your wedding, but 
but is also the most likely to like have something crazy come up and he wasn't able to make it. It's like in that episode of Full House when Uncle Jesse didn't make it to his own wedding because yeah. he got stuck in the tree because he had to jump out of a plane before getting married. So I feel like that's going to be Dean. Like he's going to get stuck in a tree that that week. We, we've got to bring Dean on later to and I, I need you to ask him directly is he going to show up to your wedding or not um, <laughs> but right now ash we have a couple uh things going on in bachelor nation that we've got to catch everybody up with or they're going to okay. be super fiery um here, here's the thing caitlin bruce i went to her live podcast last night and, and i Caitlin's went to her good, live podcast in boston two weeks ago she does a great job and it was packed in denver at the paramount theater we there are some amazing people there there's a great vibe and Caitlin had made a joke on stage about how she was just recently uh, in a couple articles because of a comment she made about how w- Caitlin uh, and Jason were, were hooking up once and he picked her nose and uh, they got hot and heavy by doing a little like, uh, I just feel weird saying, I'm not going to say, cause I, I just feel odd even saying it. Anyways, they she said they were like, let's, let's call this rubbing, uh, rubbing goodies together outside the clothes. <laughs> and, um, is that the best she we says could it, do? I think just <laughs> saying the, the actual term would probably be less cringy. <laughs> um, but she mentions that she was on her period. And periods have been a very popular topic in Bachelor Nation right now. You know, with Colton's recent comments mm. uh, on a podcast about uh, how, you know, women had had period panties and it was like poop in their pants. Yeah, um, it wasn't good. Not great. <laughs> So periods are obviously a very popular topic. Caitlin's getting a lot of backlash because of this, because it was too much to share um, about her and Jason. Do you agree or disagree? Personally, I wouldn't share that steamy of info. Yeah. But I don't not expect it from Caitlin. She has a totally different personality, and I think it is in line with her personality. I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. Like I love Caitlin. I love her personality. I think it's hilarious. And I love how she could get, a, get away with so much raunch. So I think it's kind of like depends on the mouth that it comes out of on whether it is or is not appropriate. Yeah. You know, Caitlin, Caitlin has always been that. And that's what we love about Caitlin, right? She's very, uh, like very open, very honest. She, she says things that most people want to say. And I think that's why women and men both love her because she isn't filtered. And I don't want Caitlin to change with that. And so I read these comments by her and maybe it's cause I do know her. I'm like, of course she said that here's the, here's this part that's surprising to me is Jason is not like that at all. So do you think that they had a conversation after it? No, I, I think Jason loves her and knows that her intentions are good. So I, I don't think he was upset. I just think that if we, if from an outside looking in, I have no clue. I bet he just, she's just pushing him to be a little more open and Jason's pushing her to be a little bit more protective of what happens in, in private. I mean, here's the thing about Caitlin. We've known Caitlin for years now. Like there's no secrets to who Caitlin Bristow is. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's great. This, but she got some heat for that. And let's then move into the Colton comments. Colton got a lot of heat here recently for his comments on a podcast about period panties. I didn't know women had period panties. I had to ask Jessica. I said, is this a thing? She says, of course it's a thing. I had no clue. So I cannot blame Colton for being a little naive 
on that topic. But there was a comment that made that I think heated up the public when he said he, he compared it to pooping your pants and that women should throw away their period panties once it's done. Ashley, you've never lied to our audience about this kind of stuff, even if it's been a little controversial. Do you get where he's coming from? Do you agree or disagree? Or do you think he was just completely out of place? I think he was a little bit out of place here. Um, it was like seemed a little bit young and naive to say. Mm, okay. um, it seemed like somebody who didn't really have much experience with women and wasn't necessarily like comfortable <laughs> with the like anatomy and all that goes on with us. Uh, I would never think to throw out my underwear during like period underwear and not just wash it. And but it's a thing, unless right? it's like I mean- super, unless you you like got your period and you didn't have. Uh, protection <laughs> yeah and that it like kind of was a little bit more of an ex i don't want to you know get really graphic here but you know what i mean like sure i've thrown out panties before because of period reasons but i would never like think a little spot i wouldn't just wash out but i think it, it does just show he's just not super just comfortable with that biology yet which is totally i think kind of normal for a guy who Hadn't had sex before. Yeah, but. I mean that's the thing is is it, Colton's coming from this from a completely different place than everybody else, and it's kind of one of the things I love about this podcast that you and I have, Ash, is that I'm learning a ton of from you and from our guests about you know women and about relationships that I never knew before. And I honestly, I had no clue that women had period panties. It wasn't a thing. And periods and I, like, they don't gross me out. I get them. Like, I, I don't get them. I understand that, you know, it is, is a natural thing. It doesn't <laughs> make me, like, at all repulsed. But I had no clue that there was period panties. And I, I do. I think that Colton probably learned a lesson from this comment because of the backlash that he got. I don't have period panties. I just... I don't have period panties that are designated for my period. I think that you usually look away. You're, I don't know. I don't have them, but I totally know what they are, and I understand their purpose. I want to know from a guy, would you ever think to compare period blood to poop? No. No, I wouldn't. But, I mean, that's just, that's kind of the difference. Like, I, I, I think because of my years, you know, living um, with my ex-fiance and, and Lauren, I guess everybody out here knows her. Um, and then also just, you know, being 30 now, I'm aware of what's happening and, and more and more. And so I would never compare it because it is natural and it is uh, something that uh, should not be frowned upon. And so I would never compare the two. But here's, here's also like the caveat to all of this. We're all learning. And so my question then would be to anybody out there, because uh, we have a lot of a lot of women listeners how would you like men to respond to situations like this that they have no clue uh, about, right? So Colton obviously doesn't know a ton about how a period works or how women manage it and handle it. And so how would you have rather him responded? Would it have been with the honesty that he portrayed here? Or should he have just said, I don't know how women do this and I can't speak about it? I think it probably would have been okay if he had just been like, oh my God, I had no idea there were period panties. Like, I didn't know you guys even, like, leaked. Like, that was a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but I think it was the comparing it to poop that was probably, like, the distasteful part of it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but then again, I have said so many stupid things before, but a lot of it has been just pure naivete. And I don't 
want anybody to like I don't want to villainize him for this at all I mean he just it's just he was just naive to it he thought it was kind of gross but like didn't realize that you know he it's just something that he has to kind of get comfortable with now being especially a partner to a woman if I, if I may would you guys yes, mind please. if we bring Brie Barnes into this conversation oh sure let's oh, do it hey Brie hey guys how's it going good how are you Pretty good. Just uh, recovering from Coachella, you know, jumping back into things. Oh, I know. You keep <laughs> relaxing and keep hydrating. Um, so we okay. didn't want to, we're bringing you into a little bit of an awkward conversation here. Do you know how when Colton was on the Lady Gang podcast a couple weeks ago that he compared period blood and panties to poop? Oh, no, I um, I didn't know about that. Are they comparable? <laughs> That is the question we're asking ourselves right now, Bree. And I've got to step in as the resident male here and say, okay, Bree. Yeah. I learned that period panties were a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if, who, if you didn't know that Colton had just said this, what would be your response to a man saying that women should, should throw away their panties and comparing it to poop? I mean, I guess I have to know, like, what are we saying when we're comparing it to poop? For, like, I, I just feel like this is such a weird topic for so many people, but it's, like, natural, and it makes women feel uncomfortable because we can't do anything about it, you know? So it's a little bit weird for us. But, yeah, like, it's natural, and we don't think of it as a gross thing. Maybe no, your first and, and period, wish- it's a little bit startling. <laughs> but right, after I, a while, I, you're like, nope. Yeah, and I wish that more people would be more comfortable talking about it so we don't have to feel weird about it. But, I mean, I I have, like, my set panties from that time of the month and everything, you know? Like, I don't I don't throw them away. Like, no. what, but what was said for all of this? What was said through all this? Yeah. Like, what, what, is, what exactly is he saying? I, I think where Colton's coming from is a place that he, I mean, shock, right? And I, I just said earlier, I didn't know that, that women had a designated uh, set on the side for, for t- like that time of the month. He, but I think what really like infuriated people was when he compared your period to pooping your pants. Mm-hmm. And that would you wear underwear that you just pooped your pants in? And I think that's where women <laughs> got fired up. So anyways, I think what we need to do here is ask our listeners, listeners, what was your thoughts on this? Is it something that was offensive to you? Um, do you uh, understand Colton's uh, being a little naive to this situation? And, you know, with with just this topic in general, how would you prefer men respond? Please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Bree, we have to talk about Coachella. I started out the podcast <laughs> with Tracy. So Tracy, uh, Ashley and I talked to Tracy. And I was uh-huh. saying that I feel like Coachella. I was at a Caitlin Bristow's live podcast last night. And Coachella was made fun of three times. And it was made yeah. fun of, you know, for, for the reasons that everybody makes fun of it. When you're there, does it feel like the place to be? Is it the cool place to be? And if, I'm never, if I've never been invited, should I take offense to that? No, honestly, it's so funny because me and my girlfriend went for work and um, we kind of just make this big joke that it's kind of just like you're in this den with all these influencers and, you know, it just it feels like everyone's kind of trying to one up everyone and everyone wants to be there for the music that like I genuinely care about it. And I just think it's a weird vibe. I'd rather be at Stagecoach personally. I'm really excited because I'm going in two weeks, but um, it, it, Coachella just it feels like a lot of like 
anxiousness and, and especially when you're in VIP and, and running into everyone and all of that. It's, it's not really just about like having a good time at the festival, you know? So then why so, go? Um, I, Great well, question. I went for work. I don't go for fun. <laughs> Um, I was working with a brand, but I did, I made like the most of it. I really did like um, a few of the people that were playing, but like I didn't show up until, you know, later in the night and, you know, it, it's it's a lot. Like you're walking around probably nine miles every single day and trying to get Ubers and all that. It's, it's really, it, it's hectic. So to the people out there who are having FOMO, looking at pictures from Coachella and thinking that mm-hmm. everybody's so beautiful and stylish and having the best time, are you kind of debunking that and saying that's just something that is portrayed on social media and you're not really having the best time? I mean, yeah, I feel like not everyone talks about like what's really going on behind the scenes and like getting to Neon Carnival and getting out of Neon Carnival and trying to get drinks and and getting that perfect shot and how many photos it takes to get that perfect mm-hmm. shot and you know all that it, it, it really is hectic I think um, not everyone's as open about it gives me anxiety just hearing me too oh gosh <laughs> giving that perfect shot man I just posted a picture last night and it was the first time in a long time I've looked at a picture and said yeah Ben you get you can get it like that's good but getting that perfect shot stresses yeah. me out <laughs> it really is so stressful and knowing that you have a weekend where you have to get like a, a certain amount of posts all weekend long and just uh-huh. thinking like, wow, will I even be able to enjoy this? Like that's kind of just what's going on your in your head the whole time. You know it's that people like we understand the stress that comes with getting the perfect shot and getting the certain amount of pictures yeah. and there there is really stress involved. But you know that a lot of people listening to this podcast are going to be like, oh, poor influencers. They have to get good <laughs> pictures. So what do you have to say to people who are going to give you that lowbrow? Well, I and I hate to come off that way. It's just I don't like to inconvenience people to ask them to like help me with stuff. So it just gets a little hectic. Like I have to have like certain people with me that I know like also comfortable asking to help and it's like editing and all of that other stuff like it takes time to do all of this but also like I'm appreciative that I get to do these sorts of things you know like for work and um getting to getting to go to a festival in general like it's a good time um I think like if you haven't experienced it like it's a once in a lifetime thing you should do it once but um it's definitely hectic you know we uh, we love on this podcast, Bree. Uh, we want to break down the barriers. If if we if this podcast ends in twenty years and we look back on our time doing the Almost Famous podcast, I want to be able to say that we broke down the barriers and that we took down that fourth wall and we allowed everybody out there to see the life of you know of luxury that Instagram leads to. Bree, mm-hmm. Coachella seems great, and you did go for work. But for anybody out there that's envious or a little sad, they weren't invited or they can't go to these kind of festivals or, or maybe they can't take the pictures, uh, what would be your advice to them? Um, my advice to them, I mean, it, I think if you if you go, if you enjoy festivals, you know, go. But it it just, uh, I mean, like I said, it's it just, it's, it's something that you don't see really, you know. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes and, um, what everyone's up to, I think maybe just go to, go to GA, have a good time, bring your girlfriends, bring your guy friends, whoever you're with, um, and, and make the most of it. I don't think, um, going for work is the best time, but it, it's fun. 
Well, leading in now to a whole new conversation. Uh, we've mm-hmm. been talking on this podcast today, which has been great to catch up with Ashley because I haven't got to hear about her wedding planning. Ashley and Jared uh, have a massive wedding coming up. And I one hear. of the groomsmen is Dean Ungler, who uh, is mm-hmm. a very sought after man in Bachelor Nation. He's one of uh, my greatest friends and I, and I love him dearly. Uh, and and so does Ashley. Bree, on, on our podcast a few months ago, you mentioned that Dean uh, was a man that you maybe would have your eye on in paradise. Mm-hmm. So there's two questions I want to ask there. Okay. One is, uh, will you be going to paradise? And two, if you do go to paradise, what's the chances that you're Dean's date to Ashley and Jared's wedding? <laughs> oh, wow. I feel like that's a pretty far shot. Cause when is this wedding? It's in August, August. I mean, if I go on paradise, I guess we'll have to see what happens from there. That's a terrible I, answer. I I'm not, no, I'm that. not taking that answer. Yeah. She okay. really fluffed over that question. Yeah. Okay. Bree, let me rephrase this. <laughs> How excited, what would be your feelings? I guess I should say an excitement level. If you were Dean's date to Ashley and Jared's wedding, I think we would have a great time. I hope it happens. There, there you, you go. go. That's way better. Woo-hoo! That's so much better. Hey, can, that's great, Bree. Thank you for thank you for doing that for us. Now, Kay, have you talked to him since we last interviewed you on the Almost Famous podcast? Yes. Yeah, so I finally answered his DM. Um, he was really upset about that. I oh, step um, back and remind the, <laughs> the listeners. You uh, he DM'd you first. He DM'd me. Yeah, he asked me to go on his podcast. And at the time, I didn't know, like, if I could respond. And um, there was, it was just, like, hectic. I was getting a lot of um, people reaching out. So I didn't respond right away. And then after I left the show, he DM'd again. So he, like, deleted his original DM so I wouldn't see it and asked again. <sighs> and, then, um, and then I started talking about him in podcasts um, with you guys and um, went on his podcast, and then we started DMing after that. So there's been a little bit of talk, a little bit of communication since. All right, so you guys have talked. So if he does show up in Paradise, we know that there was a... uh, Well, actually, we know that there was a prior communication, but can Uh you talk about whether it's gone beyond podcast chat and into more personal chat? Um, Yeah, so like we've DMed, we've exchanged numbers, I think it's just a little hectic because he's quite the traveler. I'm always working. And um, so we just, we haven't had the time to, you know, make that go anywhere. But I think that like, we're both hoping that we get a chance to go on paradise and, you know, maybe hit it off there. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, you guys do live in the same city, so it can't be that. I mean, I can understand with hard, right? (laughs) You would think it couldn't be. It it wouldn't be that hard. But Dean is a traveler. That man is always on the go. Right. So he might be the most challenging person to like really get a hold of and hang out with. Anyway, I would put you guys in an awkward situation where I put you both on the phone at the same time, but I'm going to let you have that public interaction for the first time in Paradise if Dean and if you do decide to go. So, Bree, I'm about to get on the phone with your possible man. Thank you so much for calling in, and we hope to talk to you during Paradise time. I hope so, too. It's so great talking with you guys. So good talking to you. Thank you. Bye. So Jared and I are going to redo our apartment during the summertime because 
we're getting married and we want it to seem more like our home and not so much my home because... I was living there for two months before Jared moved in, and it's very pink and very girly. So we are going to get some items from Article.com to make the apartment a little bit more masculine. Article.com delivers beautiful, well-made furniture. It's Scandinavian simplicity and beautifully designed modern furniture. Article is an online-only furniture store. It eliminates the middleman, so they're able to keep prices low and the quality high because there's no showrooms, no salespeople, just savings. Article is serious about shipping as well. It's one of my favorite aspects of this website because no matter how many items, every order is shipped at a flat rate of $49. If you need some help getting set up, Article has options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance, so you don't have to worry about getting a box delivered and then being like, Ugh, now I have to put this together and take hours out of my day trying to figure it out and reading directions. That's the most annoying, so you can make sure to set up assembly assistance and in-stock items can be expected in two weeks or less, which is amazing. So, say I was really anxious and I needed everything to come to my apartment to our apartment and then we wanted to just set it up so that we come back from the honeymoon we have a new fresh place we can get everything delivered two weeks or less which is so amazing they are very customer first there's a 30-day return policy the best customer service in the biz their website is also super easy and simple to use. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, you got to visit article.com slash almost famous. That is A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash almost famous. And the discount will be automatically applied at the end of checkout. That is article.com slash almost famous to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Ashley, I know Dean is a groomsman in your wedding and you guys have a relationship that I uh, cannot have with Dean. You understand him better than I ever will. So I'm going to let you ask these tough questions to Dean. Oh, well, thank you. All right. Hello, Dean Unglert. Hello. Hey. Hi. So Jared recently asked you to become a groomsman in our bridal party. Thank you for saying yes. What an honor it is to be up there on the stage. What's it called? Up there on the altar with you guys <laughs> as you exchange your vows. I'm thrilled. Dean, how did you react? I have video of it. Maybe I'll post this when the podcast comes out. It's so <laughs> cute. Your reaction was so adorable. Were you surprised? Jared was scared to ask me. It's like you, I think he was worried I was going to say no. No, Jared and I have felt that asking people to be our groomsmen or bridesmaids has been the most awkward thing. It's like asking somebody to prom. It's like literally asking your friend out. You're like, so I have a question. Will you be my bridesmaid? It's just like so cringy for us for some reason. I could see why, but I guess my thought process is if you're comfortable enough asking someone to be your bridesmaid or your groomsman, then you should know that they're going to say yes anyways. Like, there's yeah. like not a million years that I've ever said, no, I'm flattered, but I'm so excited to be up there. Um, I've never been in a wedding before, so... Oh, my it's gosh. A, it's, it's a great honor. Dean, that's so cute. I'm so glad to be your first. Yeah. That we're, that we're your first. 
That's awesome. Do you, well, you're not going to have that many um, responsibilities. We're kind of like covering it all for you guys. But there is a groomsman quiz that I found online. And I thought we should have you take it to see how good of a groomsman you're going to be or how much research you're going to have to do on the topic before standing up there. Okay. I mean, I've Are already you- done, I've already started playing the bachelor party. I know it's not my responsibility, but I'm taking it into my own hands. Uh, really? Because what are you planning on doing for your bachelor party? I don't want Jared to die before he marries me. Jared's not invited. It's just the groomsmen that I'm inviting. (laughs) Okay, because you guys, if you know Dean out there, he is an adventurer at heart. And I don't know how much I, how I'm, if I'm okay with like Jared skydiving or like, Climbing Mount Everest before our wedding. <laughs> we're we're going to put the adventure aside and just have some fun out in Rhode Island, I think, or wherever we are. I don't really remember to count it. That would be awesome. Well, you booked your flight, so I'd hope yeah. you know it was it's Rhode Island. I guess I wasn't sure if I was allowed to share it or not. Oh, yeah, you are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, we're going to start the quiz now. Let's Dean, do does there have to be the same amount of bridesmaids as there are groomsmen? No. Great. That's that's correct. False is the right answer. True or false, the groomsmen and the bridesmaids are usually the first to dance after the newlyweds and their parents. False. Apparently this is true, but I also was not aware of this tradition. I thought it was just, it was just uh, every man for himself after. You kind of just went in and moshed it on the dance floor. So Jared and I are planning this grand entrance for you guys into the ballroom, and we are... Oh, we're very, very excited about this. Do you know of any of my bridesmaids that you would like to be paired up with? Um, your sister? Oh, yay. Okay. We can make that work, I think. <laughs> okay, great. I mean, that's the only <laughs> one that I know. Okay. Question number three. True or false? All groomsmen need to give a speech on the wedding day. Come on, Ash. Give me some hard questions. That's false. Okay, good. Because it's typically the best man. And for I'm any of you guys... I love speeches. Do you like speeches at weddings? Um, well, like I said, I haven't really been to many weddings. And I, if I was in the audience, I would hate it. But because I'm in this one, I want to give a speech, even though I might not be allowed to. I want to fill it up with so many speeches because I love speeches. They're my favorite parts of weddings, even if I'm not super close to the bride and groom. So... I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it. Um, for the traditional wedding, the bride sits on the left while the groom's family sits on the right of the ceremony space. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is true or false? It's true. Okay, yeah, it is true. A groomsman does not need to get the couple a wedding gift. True or false? Everyone needs to get the couple a wedding gift. Very good. Go to cranebarrel.com right now. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a what's it called? We have a registry with Crate and Barrel. Okay, cool. I haven't even checked it out yet, but I will. I was going to... Can I go off the registry, or do I have to go on the? Do I have to do it on the no. registry? We appreciate any gifts, and we don't even need anything. Heck yeah. Okay, uh, you have to include your family, even your sister-in-law or brother-in-laws, in your bridal party. Is this true or false? False. It is false, but it, there's no formal etiquette to this. But it's a nice gesture. <laughs> yeah, if your sister wasn't in your bridal party, I think she'd be a little upset. That would be pretty crazy. Last of this round of questions. The groomsman typically pays for their own suit or tailoring. Oh, you guys are paying for it for me. 
Actually, we are not. (laughs) Um, We are getting you an amazing deal on a tux. An amazing deal for a a tailored custom to you tux that you'll have for the rest of your life, Dean Englert. Um, That's it. Keep it. It's not a rental. Oh, yeah. You get to keep it. What color is it? Black. Oh, good. It's not like a beige or something, huh? No. (laughs) No. Do I get to personalize any part of my outfit? Um, no. <laughs> uh, so that, gonna... This is where I become a bridezilla. So that's like a very common question I've been get, getting asked. Do you have any bridezilla moments? And the only one, funny enough, was Jared wanted to offer you guys a choice between getting suits or tuxes for the wedding. And I said, a no, just Tuxes. Sorry. Also, no blue option. Just black. Well, that's Sorry, fine. I, I agree with the tuxes over suits, but I was just thinking, like, I mean, selfishly, I was like, oh, well, I want to have a different colored bow tie or pocket square than the rest of the people that are going to be up there. But I understand from your perspective why you don't want that. Probably not. I like unity, but I also okay. love your style. So, you know, come to the rehearsal dinner wearing anything you want. <laughs> I'm still going to be wearing some high waters and like a, a very tight European cut suit. So that's well, you can okay, customize right? it to you, your suit, yeah, your yeah. tux. Okay, moving on. Here's some fun questions specific to our wedding. Can you name all of Jared's groomsmen? I just know that Nick and I are, are in there. Okay, well, I would- get to know these guys. Nick Tanner, Paul, Eric, those are his cousins. Chad. One of his best friends from home, Jim, Jimmy, one of his best friends from home, Kenny, another friend from home, Justin, his brother-in-law, and his dad, Fred. Oh, his dad's part of the group party. That's his cool. dad is the best man. How cute is that? I was about to ask who the best man was. That's awesome. So, I mean, cool. Well, we're going to have a rip and rowdy time at his bachelor party that he's not invited to. <laughs> Jared and I are barely going to the grocery store anymore because we have been using this amazing company called Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They offer the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products available for every budget, lifestyle, and geography. It's kind of like Whole Foods, but online and like half the price. It's mind-boggling. You can shop for thousands of best-selling organic food and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Shopping at Thrive Market means supporting a select group of brands that make the world a better place. You're going to make the world a better place by shopping at Thrive Market because they only sell non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, even beauty products. We have been getting all the non-toxic, cleaning supplies from Thrive Market and when we clean it smells a lot less chemically in our house which is really really nice plus it's all shipped straight to your door some of my favorite things from Thrive Market are their amazing pasta sauces they have a whole bunch of different varieties of pastas that taste like you know regular pasta but they're really like gluten-free or they're made from beans or something like that it's really cool and you're going to be super satisfied here is the offer that we have for you. You can get 25% off your first order plus a 30-day trial. Just keep in mind that 
Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% off, and now they're giving you an extra 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. Trust me, you do not want to miss this offer. You are going to be fed so well. Get so many cleaning supplies for your house that's good for you to breathe in and stuff. And a lot of really cool beauty products that are totally natural. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash almostfamous. Again, that is thrivemarket.com slash almostfamous. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off 
at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health/famous. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Speaking of parties, what is Jared's drink of choice? Oh, I should probably know this, huh? Um, I'm going to say like a vodka soda. Mm. Red wine to start, and then he'll probably switch over to beer. Oh, I was way off. Yeah. I just remember I was thinking back to when we were at Foxwoods, and he was drinking vodka like it was like he was a fish. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't remember when we were all... Oh, yeah, I guess he was. So I like cranberry vodka. That is what I can down the the easiest. All right. What hair will you be sporting during our wedding? What haircut? What hair? Yeah. Um, Well, my hair is going to be, what, we're still three months away, four months away. Oh, we're five months away. Uh, Yeah, we're like four and a half. I mean, I don't really have any plan on cutting my hair between now and then, so it's going to be long. I'm going to have to fall in by then. Sweet. Yeah. It's going to look good in the tux. Very Jack Dawson. <laughs> yeah, very Jack Dawson. Maybe I'll have like a headband on if you guys will allow it. <laughs> I forgot that I am going to have to blow so many of your fashion dreams for this. <laughs> and the last uh, question I have for you, Dean, is what is a song that will be our first dance? Oh, my gosh. It's going to be probably the song from titanic no but i did realize that we have to incorporate it in the dj set for sure it's going to be ever the same by rob thomas i never would have gotten that but rob thomas sounds like something you guys would have at your wedding definitely definitely will be incorporated in our day well, well yeah, dean really you guys are allowing me to be part of the day even just getting a wedding but i was talking about but now i get to be part of it it's amazing Getting a wedding invite. Like, you wouldn't be invited to the wedding. <laughs> You're so sweet, Dean. Thanks, Ash. I love you, and I'm so excited to be there with you. I love you, and I'm so glad you're going to be there. I, I like that when I'm crying, I can look to you, and I just know that you're going to have the most gigantic smile on your face, which will probably make me laugh. I'll be I'll be smiling through and through, cheek to cheek. I know, I know. Okay, um, let, we couldn't let you go here on the Almost Famous podcast without asking you if you are thinking about going to paradise because there's so many rumors about it and so many girls that want you to be there. I you don't know, Ash. I think that uh, that's just one of those things that only time is going to tell. But time can only tell for too much longer because you have to make a decision soon. I haven't been approached about it, so I don't know. Yeah, right. If they want me, I would maybe have the conversation, see if it leads to anything. But until that moment happens, I mean, obviously nothing's really ever going to be set in stone. Dean, if you were to go to Paradise, would you want to go in with the original cast that first day? Or would you want to be one of the guys that enters in a couple days later? I think it'd be good to be, because I was the original cast first time. So it'd be nice to maybe try something different. Come down with the date card. You know? Okay. 
And how would it be if you, if uh, Danielle or Christina, the people that you were in a love triangle with during Bachelor in Paradise season four, how would that be? I personally wouldn't have any issue with it. I would support them. And if someone found them interesting, I would encourage them to explore it. I don't really bear any resentment or, or harsh feelings towards either of them. So, um, nothing but supportive from my end. I'm sure they would probably talk a little bit of crap about me, rightfully so. But, um, yeah, I'm sure, I don't know. I don't think it'd be that awkward. Well, we don't, we don't have to worry about Leslie being there because she has a boyfriend. Well, that's good. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that one. Sorry, I love putting their guests in tough situations. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. You're a tough one, Ash. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, Dean. And I'm so glad that you're part of our wedding. You're going to really light up the experience. I know. I don't, I don't want to steal a stage from Jared, but I think I might not have a choice. What? <laughs> what if, Dean, what if you talk to Jared about those plans on your own podcast, Help I Suck at Dating. What if the pastor asks if there are any objections and I storm out and I yell and I say, I won't allow this to happen? Please don't do that. I would But what if? You never know. I've always, we did a podcast, we did an I Don't Get It podcast about a wedding being interrupted because everybody's like biggest, I don't know how to say this. Everybody always wonders if there's any point in saying, does anybody have anything left to say forever now or, or now or forever hold your peace, right? Yeah. yeah. So we did a podcast on if there has been anybody out there that's experienced this and we found like three people and it was dramatic. Yeah. Don't you think by that point, the objection started to be well known? Like why would you wait up until literally the last possible moment to object? One girl, she um, knew that the groom was cheating on the bride and she interrupted and, and told that story. Okay, but, like, why not tell the bride before? Like, that's embarrassing for the Oh, bride. it's so embarrassing. It's horrendous. I have no idea why wait to that moment. It seems very old-fashioned to present that question because I think that in this day and age, people are a little bit more, like, communicative. It seems like something that would happen in the 1800s with a couple that didn't even know each other. That's mind-boggling. So, do you, wait, did you guys get to the point of knowing whether or not they went through the wedding? They didn't. They didn't go through at the wedding. They went to the reception and had a party or, like, enjoyed the food. That's crazy. Well, Isn't at least it? we know that that's not going to happen at your guys' wedding. Yeah, it's not. All right. Thanks, Dean. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, I'll see you soon. Miss you. Bye. Bye. I'll, see you. I'll see you in August. Bye. All right. Well, that was a good one. Always fun talking to Dean and grilling him. Such, um, such a man who, who can just... Charm the pants off of you, you know? Anyway, thanks to Dean for being on this and Bree and Tracy. Great hearing about the Coachella weekend that we uh, thankfully missed out on. Anyway, I've been Ashley. And I've been Ben. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, 
and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety— They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes.